0: This week on Small Town Scuttlebutt, we examine a handful of posts on Reddit that ask, Am I the asshole? While it is important to judge others in order to hold people accountable in our society, it's equally important to self-reflect because nobody's perfect. Not even me. So, let's explore some real-life exchanges between neighbors. Dog crap, snow removal, cutting down trees, we've all been there play along as we give our opinion on who's right and who's wrong are you ready to do this we're hanging this episode is brought to you by Perez martial arts unleash your potential and discover the power within and by Winslow design where your home becomes a true reflection of yourself Small Town Scuttlebutt. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's Rick Fink Jr. in the northeast corner of his basement talking to the third person for some weird reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is Small Town Scuttlebutt, the podcast that reacts to the overreactions of Small Town Problems. come out every week. On Spotify, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, what have you. Basically, if it's out there, it's a platform for, for podcasts, we're on it. And across the table from me is my friend and co-host, Liz. Tell it like it is
1: daily. Liz, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's a Monday morning, fresh off the weekend of jam-packed kids' activities. So I'm ready to start my work week now and. Get away from the kids' activities because this is a busy time of year and yeah. I've got like serious mommy burnout going right now. Oh, uh, well, I think a lot of moms
0: do. Yeah. There's so much scheduled. Yep. And you notice how I just said moms? Moms, yes! <laughs> and then I followed up with <laughs> scheduling. <laughs> Leslie is like flipping out. She's like, another thing to schedule. Oh my God. And every morning, you know, she kind of annoys me with the, what do you have going on today? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I tell her and then she tells me how some of those things aren't going to work because I'm like, can we reverse the steps on this conversation? (laughs) You, you tell me what I can do the She should just
1: tell you what you have going on. And then if you have any free time left, then you can do what you want to (laughs) do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a societal norm. I think that, uh, both the husband and the wife, um, agree to for some reason Mm -hmm. that the women are going to do all the scheduling, all the planning, They're going to keep the calendar, and the men are just going to kind of, huh,
1: what are we doing? Do what you're told, Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's the end of the school year, so it's bonkers with band concert, chorus concert, field day, field trip, graduation, my oldest has final exams. Like, i like, seriously overwhelmed right now, and I've been on multiple text exchanges with multiple friends, one of whom is your wife, mm-hmm. around how this time of year is just nuts, and we're totally burnt out, and, like, Yesterday, I think I forgot to take my Lexapro in the morning because I was very on edge all day. And then at one point, and I don't, I didn't want to accidentally double down on and and you know overdose in front of my kids. So I just grabbed like a fistful of CBD gummies and shoved them down my throat. No way, and Brady really? was like, "What are those, mom?" I'm like, "They're mommy gummies. Don't touch them." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just it's off the charts anxiety in my house right now.
0: I had something I was gonna say, and then I. Uh... <laughs> Oh, uh, anyway, okay. Well, this is a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like, just a stream of
0: consciousness. <laughs> it's like wow, in real time, you're thinking, is it worth like trying? To, I mean, I could probably dig it out of my brain somewhere, right? But then I'm like, no, mm-hmm. you went on such a rant, and then I, I know, had, sorry, sorry. I had, oh, I had, I, I was, <laughs> I wanted to go down the rabbit hole asking you about your your CBD gummies. Yeah, like, where do you
1: get them? And oh, you can get them at the, you can really get them anywhere, but I get them at the holistic wellness center here in Medfield. Oh yeah. Um. I do enjoy them. And do they really work? I'd not as well as my Lexapro. (laughs) I would not replace that. If you are currently medicated for anxiety, I would Uh not stop taking your anxiety (laughs) medication and switch to CBD. But it does, it does take a little bit of the edge off for me. And they, they also actually got my, dad CBD cream that mm-hmm. he, cause he yeah. has like a lot of pain in his joints. So yep. he uses that and that works. I mean, you can give CBD to animals. Like if you're going to have like a party and you want Rexy to calm down, just pop a gummy. <laughs> in <his food> dish. <laughs> so a, yeah, it's pretty safe. There was
0: a, you know how you, you hear something and you just go, okay, that's fact. Let's right. do it. I remember uh, in college, there's dog, if he's acting up, you know, we we're smoking pot. We oh just yeah. Just blow the smoke in his ear. Did you really? ear? Yeah.
1: No. I, someone said, yeah, it'll, it'll get this." dog. I'm like, really through his ear. That sounds like stoner facts, not like real facts. <laughs> yeah. In fact,
0: in fact, I feel so stupid saying it. I'm probably just going to take that part out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, Rick, you really thought <clears> that?
0: Um, so what's going on with, uh, you said you, before the show, you said you wanted to talk about some kind of overreaction to yeah. youth sports. And I think overreactions in youth sports is, it's just a great, relationship there. Totally. Know?
1: I mean, every time you turn around, there's just another story. So this mm-hmm. is this is a quick one. It comes to us, courtesy of my husband okay. who has coached youth baseball here in Medfield for like almost ten years now, ever since Will was a little kid. Yep. And he's had he's had a lot of good luck with his coaching partners over the years. Occasionally you get some hard o dad that's you're like, all right, uh-huh. like enough. Yeah. Um so this year Brady's playing on a combined fourth and fifth grade team. Mm-hmm and so they had a game, and so and in these games, they have high school kids, or even as young as eighth grade, umpire at the games, and those kids, like, you treat them like they're adult umpires, when they make a call, that's the call, like, you don't argue, yep. Um. so one of Danny's team members, or players, whatever, went up to bat, and Dan was, like, doing something with some of the other kids on the team, so he didn't he wasn't really paying close attention to the at-bat, but this kid hit a ball. The umpire called it fair. The coach from the other team started arguing and said, that was foul, that was foul, and browbeat this kid umpire into recalling the ball foul. Mm. And so Dan didn't really know notice what had happened until the player... Returned to the bench, and Dan said, "Mason, why aren't you on base?" And he's like, "Oh, the umpire ended up calling that ball foul." And Dan was like, "Looks fair to me." And so, anyway, the kid ended up striking out. They ended up losing the game. Not that that call probably Mm -hmm. made it or broke it, whatever. (laughs) Um. So that was that. And then a week later, the coach from the opposing team that had like browbeat the umpire to change his call told Dan's assistant coach in some social setting, like, "Oh, I knew that bear that ball was fair," and I made the ump call it foul are you serious yep
0: what a loser
1: what a loser i i know you hate that word loser i do
0: sure but but, but uh, these what? are
1: 10 year olds yeah yeah
0: and mm-hmm. you are a grown man mm-hmm. who needs to win this
1: game. like you're right. cheating you're cheating but you browbeat a kid into changing his call because the kid was probably like oh okay okay like i don't want to deal with this conflict and do you feel really good about yourself?
0: That is awful, <laughs> right?
1: And I'm sure the kids on the opposing team saw the ball, yeah. Probably noticed it was fair, yeah, and watched their coach force the umpire to change the call to foul. Wow. So now Dan is like hoping that they play them in the playoffs and beat them, because um, he's like, I just want to stick it to that coach. He's like, if he's like, I wish I had witnessed. His interaction with the umpire, because I would have interfered, but he it was like at the point where he sort of like realized what had happened. It was mm-hmm. the moment it kind of passed, and it would have been a little bit of a scene. Um, but yeah, can you wow. believe that? Wow. I mean, now, maybe Dan's a better person than me,
0: <laughs> but I would call that guy. I would call him up on the telephone and mm. say, hey, pal, uh, we're, we're volunteers. We're, we're, we're uh, raising young boys and there's more to baseball you know that's happening on the field right. we're, we're learning about sportsmanship yeah. we're learning how to act our age you son of a bitch and then yeah.
1: it... how to be a good winner how to be a good loser wow. like just yeah i couldn't believe it when he told me that
0: yeah mhm and then you know the person what a dummy too he's not a smart person because he told somebody like yeah. you know like hey you know thinking oh i'm in good company this is my circle right, right? Sometimes even your circle thinks, "Wow, that was bad." Wow, well, well, you're a douche. <laughs> yeah, and they went off and told other people. Mm-hmm. Like, like so yes.
1: We- so if this guy can stoop so low mm-hmm. to force a child umpire to change a call in a little league game, what else? Like, what else? Do, how do you think he handles himself at work or sure. at home or sure. what? You know, I mean, if if that's your bar and it's that low, mm-hmm. what kind of a person are you?
0: Yeah. Yeah, maybe the IRS should check yeah. that out. <laughs> you know, this guy's mm-hmm. probably trying to hide money. Yeah, and
1: cutting corners. Ex,
0: you know, former girlfriends are, you know, DMing him. Right. What else could this scumbag be doing? <laughs> God, no. Selling
1: secrets to the Russians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so I just wanted to share that. Yeah, that's just
0: that's just amazing. I it's know. Just, it's like, uh, wow, like you want to just laugh at that guy. Like, what, what what's going on in your life yeah. where you have to, like, One up the other team and and do it in a a condescending way. Right. And
1: I find like adults in this town disappoint me more often than children. Yes. I hate to say that, but it's true. In many
0: ways, yeah. Yeah. Some sometimes sometimes there's I mean there's great adults here, Mm, but there's mm -hmm, all mm
1: -hmm. actually
0: there's a big spectrum. There's a uh, a big achievement gap. (laughs) (laughs) There's like A listers and then there's like barrel bottom of the barrel scrapers. Mm -hmm. Like this coach. Okay, I, uh, I have what do a- have over um, there? Well, today you want to talk about, um, I love that you did some research here yes. on, on Reddit. You did some Reddit searching, mm-hmm. and you found some Am I the Asshole yes. uh, posts and replies uh, as it pertains to neighbors.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I want to go first with my own personal All thing. All right. And then do we
1: want to talk about boobs before we talk about bad neighbors? <laughs> Goddamn right
0: we do, Liz. <laughs> Hit me. All right. So by the way <laughs> listeners we've been talking about boobs uh, offline all week. Yes. All week. I sent you a picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not at, of boobs. Yes. I was at this <laughs> I was at this like trampoline park with my kids. It's called Altitude <laughs> and the TIT in the middle of it somehow the graphic designer made it look like two arms outstretched like jumping and I'm just like Look, look at me, T and <laughs> Like wow, they
1: really put an emphasis on tit. I know. Uh, yeah, if our spouses are ever like, what do you and Rick text back and forth about? It's boobs. Yeah, we text about boobs. We, so. Yes. <laughs> and then you, you were
0: telling me you've you've been waiting all week to talk about this. Yes. Boob thing. So I'm dying to hear about it. So,
1: so, and this is you know a common topic on this podcast. Are words we're not allowed to say anymore. And I do have to credit my husband once again for calling this to my attention mm-hmm. because Dan, Dan like rage reads the Boston Globe every morning. And I don't know why he does it because like it everything he reads pisses him off. Yeah. And he's always says, he goes, the Boston Globe could make the way I scramble my eggs and microaggression. Like it's just, <laughs> but anyway, so he he yells from his home office to my home office earlier this week. And he's like, oh my God, now we can't say boobs. So this Opinion columnist, whatever, Mm -hmm. wrote this article, which wasn't, I don't know if you even read it, but it was not even that well written and not really well thought out Mm -hmm. about how she finds the word boobs offensive because the original term is supposed to mean like an oaf or, you know, like, oh, that guy's such a boob, like you're kind of a a dummy or whatever. And she said the first time she heard the word boobs was when she was 15, which are a little sheltered. If that's (laughs) 15. Totally. Um, Totally. And, you know, and she's like, it just, you know, demeans someone, you know, you're making, you're just turning a woman into just being about a part of her body. Like give it a rest lady. It's a funny word. I would rather use the word boobs than breasts. I mean, you know, if I, like when I get together with my girlfriends and one of them has like a super cute top on and I'll be like, oh my God, your boobs look awesome in that top. And Mm I'm like, thank you. It's not that offensive. I don't understand. I use it with my daughter. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. I, because I'm a smaller girl, Mm -hmm. um, and, and my, um, algorithms on Facebook must, must must know what bra size I order at Nordstrom because I get fed uh, Facebook ads for like, for the small boobed girl or like the perfect bra for small boobs. And I don't look at that and go like, wow, that word really is offensive. It's mm-hmm. a funny word. Like, what else do you want to say? Knockers? Like, I don't know, tatas, sweater meat, I don't know, I could go on, but boobs is just fine in my book, Rick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, first of all, words have more than one meaning. Yeah. Can, can the people that get offended at everything understand that this word boob, yes, it does mean, you know, clumsy person, but also it's got another meaning, right? Yeah. Like, like we're talking about, if I heard boobs, I'm not offended at all. If I heard someone say, hey, she's got huge tits. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, like, that's I'm like, 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 dude. That's a little crass. I'm like, I'm like yeah. Yeah, crass. Like, yeah. yes, that's the, okay. Yes, there's a difference, right? Right, like, mm-hmm. like it's not—it's it breasts. It just seems like too formal. So clinical, like, like yeah. I'm not at the doctor's office, right. and we're talking about like just you know. So it's just catching traction, or is this not just that a, I
1: have seen? I think it was a slow news day. Yeah, and- <laughs>
0: I, but you know what's really annoying me with the media sometimes. This might be a good example of. Um, hey, we need to keep it going. We need something else. Mm-hmm. What do you, you have in the hopper? Oh, we're kind of we're running low. Yeah, we, we don't really have anything. Oh, Jesus. Get the dictionary.
1: Right. <laughs> I got A through G. Exactly. You
0: know, you take the rest. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go through. You find anything that we could hang our hat on with yep. like offensiveness. I got one boob. Boobs.
1: Just- I'll say they should have learned a lesson from the ladies becoming a microaggression because that went nowhere Mm -hmm. and that poor town is still in turmoil over their (laughs) stupid superintendent hiring (laughs) you
0: just used the term girls a minute ago Mm. now i got chastised for using the term girls Um,
1: by whom who uh, chastised you
0: well someone who and i'm using air quotes here a comedian (laughs) (laughs) because i feel like if you have if you come to um a a comedy workshop Mm -hmm. and you have a lot of sensitivities, maybe comedy is not your your yeah. outlet to express yourself. Maybe you mm-hmm. should go get that acoustic guitar and write mm-hmm. slam poetry and right. shit like that. Because comedy is like, this is
1: where the thick-skinned people play, Yeah, right? This is where you come to turn something controversial into comedy. Yeah, I find Was this person under the age of 30?
0: She was 30, exactly. Oh, interesting, okay. 30, still lives at home. Hmm. Anyway, she was in this, uh, this group, and I was trying to... Um, I was referencing her, like that person over there, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, who? And I was like, uh, the, the girl with the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right? Well, she heard that. She goes, I'm so." She stopped. It's like, I'm sorry. Girl? No. Girl? Really? Really? It's 2023. Girl. Do I say, hey, boy? Um, and I just, and then this other comic turned around in his chair and he's like, like I usually don't get in, involved in this stuff, but yeah, that was really bad, and I just felt like saying, "What? Go fuck both yourselves! Fuck you both! Fuck you both!"
1: What did she want to be called? Like young lady, young woman, young
0: lady, young woman? I don't know. I don't give a fuck either. Right. To be honest with you, yeah. Oh yeah, the girl over there. Like I'm yes. thirty. Okay, all right, fine. Whatever. Oh my god, when it's she a-
1: hits forty, she'd be psyched to have someone refer to her as a girl.
0: <laughs> well, she's single and lives at home, and I'm I'm kind of thinking I know why.
1: Mm. You know why? Because she's a girl. She is not an adult, obviously. Yes, if yes. she cannot earn her own living to pay, rent, a mortgage, whatever.
0: Right. And also- She's still a child. I should say, well, judging by your reaction, I think you've proved my point that mm-hmm. you are indeed a girl.
1: hmm Oh, my God. Yeah. It's so ridiculous that you have to tread so lightly with what you say or how you refer to people. Yeah. You didn't call her a broad. You right. didn't say that chick over there. Yeah. You know, like- it's, it's not an offensive term. Yeah, she did make a point where I'm like, all right, I, 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 I'll,
0: yeah, okay, I get you. I'm, I'm picking up what you're laying down. She's like, I don't recall call you a boy. And I'm like, yeah, you, you wouldn't. And uh, if you did, it would kind of like be mm-hmm. like a hmm, little little off. But but do you think I would have reacted like that? Yeah. No. Won't do that again. Yeah. But-
1: <laughs> Lesson learned.
0: Yeah, and when I say <laughs> won't do that again, I won't. Hang out with people, where people have like uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's just
1: like a generational difference, you know. Like she's obviously not going to call you a boy. Like you're. What's, uh, what's, notice will be older than her. You're a dad. You're living like you know what I mean. But like she, she's thirty, but maybe she looks even younger than that. And like I feel like girl is still an appropriate term to use.
0: Well, you know, it's like, uh, hey, I'm like when Leslie goes out to dinner with you guys, I'm going out to girl with the, dinner girls. With the girls. Yes. So. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are, but if you would like to write the pamphlet and it lit drop that around town, I'd be happy to read it and uh, brush up on my social right. skills in this new world. Don't bother. It's going to change in 6
1: months anyway. Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> okay. So, we today we're talking about uh am I the asshole? It's mm-hmm. a segment on uh, Read It's very comical because uh, actually, it's it, it's also a little educational. Like you can it look is. at it, like, am I the asshole for calling her a girl? No, not really. She's the asshole for overreacting. Right? Exactly. Or some people would think the other way, mm-hmm. but those people don't listen to this show. <clears throat> so I do see that there's a little pettiness here.
1: Mm-hmm. I like petty.
0: I mean, on my part, oh! <laughs> like I, like I've always <laughs> look, I'm. That's one thing that separates me from from all these people out there that are kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I self-check and regulate often. Sometimes I don't care. I'm like, I'm just yeah. going to, just go get them, you know, do what you want. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I'm like, okay, are we approaching things the right way? Let's think this through. And I know there's a lot of problems in the world, and maybe this one is the most <laughs> petty one in the world, but I don't like it when my neighbor's landscapers park in front of my house to go do their house. I don't like it. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so why do they park in front of your house?
0: Uh, I think it's something to do with like they give themselves a little more room when they're edging and mowing mm-hmm. on that curb. But what I don't like about it is the offloading. A couple of years ago, mm-hmm. there was a guy. He would mow lawns, like four lawns in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't wear a shirt. And uh, he had this rusted out piece of crap pickup truck with a trailer on it. And he'd park in front of my house and do these four houses, which takes like four hours. So, so yeah. for half the day, I've got this piece of shit truck in front of my house. And um, he smokes cigarettes. Ugh. And cigarette butts yeah. will be on my property. And, you know, he's gassing up on my lawn. So I'm now I'm, I'm really not cool with all that. So I say, hey, buddy, you know, what do you say you take the equipment over to the front of one of your customers' houses? And he says, well, you know, it's a public road. And I said, you know what? You're exactly right. So when he got on his mower and started doing the work, I got my car and I brought my wheels right up to the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so the car's overhanging the gate that's mm-hmm. laid out, which means that he can't get back onto his thing oh unless he God. drives the. <laughs> The truck and dragged the trailer door, which he had to do, and then, and then he never came back. But then I texted everyone; I just said, "Hey, you guys, being rude." And yeah, everyone fired him. No one liked oh, him. Oh wow! Yeah, he was just a slob. That's yeah, that's a- He was a slob. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just a scumbag. So um everyone got rid of him. But now this new place, they're doing all their stuff, and and I, I'm not a huge fan of it. Maybe I have PTSD from that last game. and you know. Paul Maleri, remember the detective yeah. from, he was like, look, you'll, you, you go after the person who's stealing the milk because it's a slippery slope. Right, you, you right, know? right.
1: The broken windows philosophy. Y- yeah. Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. So I feel like, why don't I stay on top of this? Because if I don't, we might have some issues. So the other weekend, seven in the morning, mm-hmm. there's a lawnmower going off. What? On a Saturday. First of all, I feel like there's a work week for a reason. Yeah. So- Monday through Friday is the time to do it, right? Unless you're a weekend warrior, like, hey, you work all week and you're not going to get a mm-hmm. landscaper. And so many people are like, you have a fucking landscaper and you're bitching. I know, people, <laughs> I know, I know. But just listen, I don't like it. First of all, your landscaper's all over the place. He's parking
1: in front of my house. Mm-hmm. He's
0: unloading on my property. He's pouring gas all over my grass. There's now an issue of, like, it's 7 a.m. on a Saturday. And this is a landscaper, yeah, 7
1: a.m. La- on a Saturday?
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, come on, man, right? So I'm like... I am not I am I have a good relationship with my neighbors. I'm not going to tell them, Hey. Right. Right. This is bullshit. I would like you to have this done by four o'clock on Thursday the latest. It's like you do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's like I'm joking, not joking. Like, you know, so I'm like, all right, I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna give them shit comedically. Yep. And maybe the undertone will move the needle, right? That's Mm -hmm. that was my MO, Liz. So am I the asshole? I write. I'm in bed. Do you know who schedules landscapers with leaf blowers on a Saturday morning? And then they write, haha, we do. Okay. I say, okay. At first I thought it was us because they're parked in front of our house. Oh. <laughs> do you get a discount, like a weekend rate? Would you have them come after the work week when everyone else's landscapers come? Oh. <laughs> she says, I actually do not know why they park across the street. I should ask about a discount. <laughs> I say, Cool. You can share the savings with the rest of us. She says, maybe they want credit for your immaculately perfect landscaping. I said, well, they'll get better if they keep putting in the extra practice at 7 a.m. every Saturday. I'm like, I'll let them know, and I will be sure they put a quote in your mailbox, too. Oh, and let's hope no gas spills left behind, because she knew that was a thing. hmm And I just said, hey, I respect that you're roasting me for roasting you. And then we just started joking around. And and then she sent me a picture of depleted uh, blue pots at levels,
1: (laughs) (laughs) which everyone
0: knows is code that uh, if you have a blue pot, you're a swinger. swinger. So, Mm -hmm. So it was all good, right? Um, and then we talked. We were walking dogs. We're mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, Emery, how you doing? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay. And then she brought it up, and we laughed about it. Well, this past week at 7.30 at night, I have to go out and pick something up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: These guys are parked out in front of my yard.
1: Wait, so 7.30 p.m. now? Yes, yes. What night is this? Like a Wednesday. Wednesday night at 7.30, okay.
0: Town ordinance says you can't be doing this commercially after 7. Mm-hmm. So I Google it. I sent her three things. I sent her the ordinance. Then I sent her a picture of them parked in front of my house. And then I sent her a picture of the time, 737
1: from oh. the dashboard. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like,
0: I'm, I'm going to lean into being the asshole mm-hmm. neighbor because that's kind of – because I'm not.
1: You know right. what I and mean? You, I know who you're talking about, and I know you guys have a really good relationship. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind
0: of like if I, I would do this to you. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, we asked them to be sensitive to your sleep habits on Saturdays. Hilarious. I'm like, I go to bed at 7.35 on weekdays. But anyway. <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah, so to be continued. But, oh, my God. Yeah. But I the, mean,
1: so I would say you approach it comedically. Some might take it as like you're being really passive aggressive. Yeah. Um, but I like I, I know like you like to approach things with humor to get your point across. Mm-hmm. So, but she, do you think you're... Your humor or your passive aggressiveness, whatever you want to call it, is direct enough for her to like know that they need to manage their landscaping uh, in a better way. Well, yeah, because yesterday we're walking
0: dogs, mm-hmm. bumping into each other, crossing paths, stop and talk for like it never gets. We don't get a conversation in in under twenty minutes ever. Me right, and her, it's. It, Like, my wife will, like, I'll go out to get the mail. I'll come back 45 minutes later, and she'll have to yell for me to come back in the house. I'm like, all right, I got to go. I got to go. Like, we're that kind of Uh friendly. But, yeah, I I do kind of self-reflect. I'm like, wow, there's some serious problems in this world, and you're, like, God, you're such a little bitch. Right?
1: Right? (laughs) It's like you're looking for the problems. Well, yeah. I mean, like,
0: this is the small-town problems that I'm like, I'm I'm not going to overreact. Mm Mm-hmm. However, I want it to change.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You're just pointing it it out.
0: And I'm a homeowner, and I don't want your shit in front of my house.
1: That's valid, I feel like. Looking for an
0: extraordinary martial arts experience? Look no further than Perez Martial Arts. At Perez Martial Arts, they're dedicated to transforming lives one person at a time. Join their thriving community where they blend martial arts, education, and coaching into a powerful journey of personal growth. Experience the joy of martial arts and witness the incredible transformations of their students. From building confidence and discipline to improving fitness and focus, Perez Martial Arts is your pathway to personal excellence. Don't miss out on this life-changing opportunity. Visit PerezMartialArts.com today and start your martial arts journey toward unleashing your true potential. Tired of a home that doesn't reflect your family's busy lifestyle? Winslow Design can help. They specialize in residential architecture, creating spaces that work with you. Winslow Design is an award winning firm known for exceptional residential design. From additions to renovations and new construction, they'll make your space truly special. Successful Design is a collaboration. They listen, understand, and bring your vision to life. Your home should be unique to you. So, Explore their portfolio for inspiration, see the spaces they're proud of and let them transform your dream home into a reality.
1: There are neighbor controversies, conflicts, whatever you want to call it all over the place in small town America. And so I combed through Reddit yep. to find some good stories that I think that all of us could relate to. So I'll share a few of them with you here. I kind of picked ones that I felt I thought were most entertaining but also relatable. So, let's kick it off Rick with Dog Poop Wars. Good. Cuz there's good. always a good do- yes. So, this uh poster wants to know if they are the asshole in this situation. So, mm-hmm. poster says, I live in a neighborhood of roughly 200 houses. My house is near the back and has a fairly large open field with a hill behind it. Multiple people walk their dogs, play with their kids, and go sledding when it snows back there. I've noticed recently when walking my dog that poop has been piling up about 30 yards just beyond my fence. I'm no poop expert, but it's all the same size and consistency, so I can deduce that it's probably from the same big dog. Last weekend, I got fed up and spent 40 minutes picking up the poop from behind my house. This morning, I noticed a guy walking his German Shepherd back to where I picked up all the poop, let his dog go, then turn around to walk away. I went outside and said, hey, boss, let me talk to you real quick. I spent my Sunday morning picking up poop back here. I'd appreciate if you pick up after your dog. He said, yeah, sure. okay." then turned around to walk away. I said, no, I mean, like the one your dog just did. That would be cool. To which he just shouted back. Yeah, you have a good day, too. I watched what? him walk back, and he lives at one of the houses on the other side of the field. Out of frustration, I picked up his dog poop and yep. tossed it on his driveway. Yes, <laughs> you I, did. <laughs> am I the asshole for retaliating? Absolutely the way I did? not. Absolutely not.
0: Nope.
1: Absolutely not. Nope. I, I mean, I yeah, you could have taken it one step further and just put it right on his front step.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's what. I, yeah. yeah I, I feel like if he's an asshole, it's because he didn't go far enough. Yes. Like, like, yeah, dude, yeah. Yeah. You got to go all in.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yep, that that's amazing that somebody has that attitude. Now, was that that's not his property, it's common area. It sounded
1: like it's common area, but yeah. it's right behind his house. I mean, just be like a, a normal human being, a normal hum, a responsible dog owner, a courteous human. Mm-hmm. Pick up your dog's poop. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. So, next up. Am I the asshole? Neighbor thinks my yard is his dumping ground. We have lived in our home for nine years, and neighbor who's been here long before that seems to think my yard is his personal dumping ground. So ever since we moved in, the neighbor has been dumping the snow from his driveway in our yard, or he will snow blow it over our fence into our backyard. Every time he does it, we tell him to stop, and he says, I don't want ugly piles of snow on my property, so I'm putting it on yours. So today... Wait, that's a direct quote? <laughs> that's a, Apparently. Okay. Um, so today, after he did it again, and obviously this took place several months ago because it's currently June. Mm-hmm. So today, after he did it again and even had a pickup truck with a plow push a pile into the middle of our yard, I went out and shoveled it all off our yard and back into his driveway. He came over and started yelling at me saying, "Where do I get off doing that to him after he paid good money to have someone clear it off for him. I told him to get off my property and the next time he did it or, or the next time he did it or came onto my property, I would call the cops on him. Am I the asshole?"
0: No,, why? no, no. no these people know they're not the asshole they're yes. they're um, they're they're looking for like accolades and I, you're, yeah. but you guys you're going to get them like mm-hmm. you, the hypocrisy now there's some, there's some situations where there's nowhere to put the snow anymore right like the uh the snow blower over the fence you know i'm i'm I, it's situational mm-hmm. i mean if it was a narrow pass and and what what is he dropping the snow onto like is it just your yard cuz that shouldn't be too. I mean, just you know, maybe a little communication would would go mm-hmm. a long way in that yeah. situation. Like, hey, Mike, I don't really know where to put this snow. It's it's like our ninth snowfall. You know, in the last month, stuff's piling up. I got to get rid of it. You mind if I just blow some of it over the fence?
1: I guess it would depend, though, right? Like, yeah. if it's like blowing over the fence into like a wooded area that you don't use it, mm-hmm. but if it's like on your lawn, that's not good for the lawn, right? I don't know. I just yeah I mean to your point though he could have a conversation and just be like do you mind we've had so much snow this year like I don't even know where to put this anymore
0: yeah I mean I I just paint the picture of this person that Mm -hmm. sounds like a redneck sounds like someone who just doesn't have (laughs) high standards yes
1: I would agree I would agree um, but again, a lot of, again, a lot of this stuff comes down to common sense mm-hmm. too, yeah. um, and common courtesy, right? Sure. So the world would be a much more civilized place if people just exercised common courtesy. Yes. I agree. Like this woman. <laughs> Neighbor damaged her car on my landscaping rocks. All right. I own a property on a narrow street with a strip of grass between the sidewalk and the curb. Everybody parks up on top of the strip and digs out deep tire ruts in my grass. So to keep the street more clear, they pull partially up onto my lawn. The resulting tire ruts filled with water become muddy and breed mosquitoes all summer long. It's unsightly and the flies are a major pain in my ass. Mm -hmm. So I found some large rocks, large enough to need a hand truck slash dolly to move them. But I used these boulders to block off the parking so nobody could park on my lawn. Put them right next to the curb line. I purchased new soil, grass seed, mulching hay fertilizer, etc. It took about a month, but the ruts are filled in, new grass is growing back, and it looks 10 times better. Plus, no more insect breeding ground. My neighbor, who I long suspected was one of the cars damaging my lawn, spoke to me one day. She was pissed I had put the rocks there. She says I should have said something to them or warned them. She went to park, presumably, as she always did, drove up onto my lawn... (laughs) to get out of the street. She didn't expect the rocks to be there and scratched slash dented the front side of her car. She was pissed and hinted that I should pay for that. She mentioned the previous owner let cars park there and that I should continue the, quote, tradition. (laughs) It's not against city code to put the boulders there. I said, my property is not for others to park on. There were years of damage I repaired from all the previous parking. I also refused to pay for body damage for her own careless driving while trying to park where she should have never been in the first place. Next time, she should pay attention to where she's parking, nor do I care what the previous owners did, and I'm certainly not putting up a sign warning about rocks. She was pissed, to say the least. She gives me the evil eye every time she sees me. What gives? Am I the asshole or not?
0: Now, these people are heroes.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's so
0: true. I mean, they're they're proactive. One could argue that these true assholes, right, the perpetrators in these stories,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: exist because too many people in our society don't do what we tell you to do which is judge yes judge when you when you stop judging when you start when you when you start abdicating when you start looking the other way right these people Mm -hmm. start getting confidence and they start feeling like they can get away with more and and the bar is lower Mm -hmm. that's why we need to we need more people out we need more neighbors like this the guy that brings the dog poop and says hey cleaned up your dog shit, just Mm -hmm. wanted to return it to you. It's yours. Right. Here it goes. Like, (laughs) hey, here's the snow you put on my yard. It's yours. You can have it back. Mm -hmm. Like, these are great examples of people doing something about it. Again, though, there was no uh, maybe another opportunity for a little communication going on. Yes. Like, hey, if you don't mind not parking here, that'd be great. You know, even just put a little... little note in the, you know, on the windshield.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Maybe, like, hey, we're going to put some rocks here. We're going to, you know. Yeah, I'd always ask first, or I don't know if that happened in this uh, situation.
1: It doesn't doesn't, feel. that if it did, that information wasn't shared. But, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I wouldn't
0: hold it against him. No,
1: it's his property. He can do whatever he wants with it. Um, Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. and people were damaging it by Mm -hmm. parking their cars up on his lawn. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, I've got... One more. It's kind of long, but I think it's, I I, I like it. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Am I the asshole? A neighbor was afraid and demanded I use a professional to cut down a tree. I refused and cut it anyway. A tall eastern white pine in my backyard was struck by lightning and had to be cut down. I consulted some tree services who wanted to use a crane with a crew of guys for removal. Average coat was about $4,800. Too much, so I declined. They'd shred the tree into chips and I wanted the firewood. Neighbor next door saw me clearing the area around the trunk and prepping my gear. He guessed I was cutting the tree and asked me to stop. He feared the tree size proximity to him and if it was cut incorrectly could fall on his house. I replied, if nobody cuts it, it's dying and will fall someday on his house anyway. He wanted a professional and used his family's safety as a reason. I said professionals can make mistakes too, but reassured him I'm experienced and cut safely. I can't afford one, but if he he paid for it, or at least contributed, I'd oblige. Told him the amount and he refused. He said, it's your tree, why would I pay? Fair enough. He became rude. I said, basically, if you won't pay professional, don't complain when I won't pay one either. If you're afraid, then leave with your family for one hour. But it's happening today. <laughs> this tree is sick, and when it falls, I'm liable for your damages. I have all the gear and no-how, so why pay someone 5K? This tree is too far from my house. It only threatens your house, so you'll benefit, and you're here breaking my balls? You won't even contribute. You're only complaining and not helping. What if I keep the tree and you deal with my insurance when it eventually falls on your house? <laughs> He said you you can't cut down a tree of this size and risk my family. He threatened to call the police and demand they do something. I said, "Do it. The cops could use a laugh." Tree removal isn't illegal. Now leave my property or I make my own call to the cops and have you removed. Then I'll be laughing. (laughs) I wish I saw this. Like, I wish I witnessed this exchange. He swore at me and shouted all the way back to his house. He filmed while I cut the tree down. The rest is anticlimactic. I felled the huge tree exactly where planned. When it fell, I climbed on the trunk, waved to him, and roared while revving my saw overhead. Yeah. (laughs) To which he flipped me off after his BS. I needed my told you so moment. I know he thinks I'm the asshole, but I saved thousands, had fun cutting, got a great workout and split tons of firewood. We were at an impasse and I couldn't please him. I felt his concerns, but how far should I accommodate him? Spend 5k for his unfounded fears. I thought it was an easy tree to fall. Uh, but I'm sure he didn't know that. He also refused to pitch in, so I had to move on. His rudeness sealed my decision. Mm-hmm. Weeks later, I went over to see if there was still any bad blood. I apologized and wanted to put it behind us. He grumbled, muttered something half-assed to me, and walked away. Months later, he still doesn't speak to me and stares when I cut trees or split-slash-stack firehood. Oh, well, I tried to bury the hatchet. Oh, no pun intended, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but he still has an axe to grind with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, oh. I mean, I really think it was unreasonable for him to ask the neighbor to pitch in to pay to have the tree cut down. The tree's on this dude's property. So, Mm -hmm. but you know, you're a homeowner. It's your tree. You don't want to pay. You think you can do it yourself. I guess worst case scenario, if the tree did fall the wrong way and damage the neighbor's house, insurance covers. (laughs) I don't know. What do you think about the story? (laughs)
0: I think that the neighbor uh, who's got the gripe has a legitimate argument. Mm-hmm. You are not a professional. You are not insured. Well, I guess homeowner's insurance, right? right? It's no joke mm-hmm. taking a tree down. And it sounds like it was a pretty sizable tree. Yeah, tall right?
1: eastern pine, yeah. as it was described. If
0: it costs five grand to take down, it's it's mm-hmm. a fully matured tree. I would have the same concerns, too, if I saw my weekend warrior neighbor right. out there <laughs> put on some chaps and oiling up the chainsaw and trying to, like, figure out where he wants it to go. I, yeah. And if if I am in the crash zone, like if I'm in the perimeter, uh, yeah, I would have a concern there and I would go over and I would say, hey, you know, do we know what we're doing here? Right. Are, are we what's what's the game plan? In fact, I would be a little irritated that I wasn't consulted or talked to, you know, like when you get a, a notification from the town, like we are going to be flushing yeah. fire hydrants. Yeah. like It's a courtesy. You have to let people know uh, what's happening, if it can impact mm-hmm. the person's lives. So if the guy, this guy, who sounds pretty cool and he knows what he's doing, maybe he was a little too confident. Like, yeah, yeah, I got this. I got this. Chill out. (laughs) Right. I see what he wants to do. I think, again, just a little bit of communication. Hey, neighbor, how you doing? You know, I've done this 100 times. This is where I'm going to put it. This is where it's going to go. I can guarantee you. No problems. The other guy, like, if he really cared, he should have paid for half because, yeah, it's not on your property, but it is also your problem.
1: If it falls, yeah, it it would be his problem, for sure. But again, like, this all comes back to communication and courtesy, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if there was sort of that advanced conversation with the tree, with the landscaping rocks, with the snow, you know? I mean, Mm -hmm. it all comes down to having, taking someone's, someone else, having empathy for someone else, right? Like, taking someone else's feelings into consideration, like, what will the reaction be if I do this? And sort of thinking... Beyond just yourself, right? Yeah. And and a lot of these situations probably could have been avoided if there was just more proactive communication involved. I so feel, Scuttlebuds, yeah. send us your neighbor stories if you've got any sort of gripes, conflicts, things you've witnessed, or situations that maybe... You wish you handled it a different way with a neighbor. We'd love to hear them.
0: And then I think the key term here is uh, just a little communication, Mm -hmm. a little heads up. Yep. Let them know what's going on. If you don't like the uh, landscaping equipment truck parked in front of your
1: house, just send over a funny text. It'll all be great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They'll love it. The will love it. Yeah, we expect an update next week, Rick, <laughs> yeah. on what happened this yeah, week.
0: Yeah, what's what's this guy going to do mm-hmm. in this time? Yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, I just wanted to say I do have um, just a couple announcements. Oh, yes. First of all, the last four months we've had some steady growth. Nice. So I think that that's worthy of note. Thanks, guys, for listening and sharing the show with a friend and, and all that stuff. That's That means a lot to us. Also, I have a comedy show coming up at Steve Sweeney's Comedy Den on Saturday, June 17. The show starts at 9 p.m. So go to our Instagram. We've got the link on there if you want to get the tickets.
1: And the first edition of our newsletter went out, right? And the first
0: edition of the newsletter's out. So you want to get on that because there's exclusive content and there's contests and uh, other cool things. So uh, join us there. It's on our website. You can just sign up for the newsletter at smalltownscuttlebutt.com.
1: Yeah, so in addition to signing up for the newsletter, send us an email with your thoughts, stories, feedback, etc. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at smalltownscuttlebutt, And please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us because it definitely helps more people find us. Um, And we love to hear from you guys. Thanks so much.
0: How about a round of applause for all of our sponsors? APC Pest and Termite Control, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, Mario's Lawn Care, Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, and Winslow Design.